Hey guys, Alice here. And Yvette. And like many of you, every so often we have other shit to do. Yeah, like I have to watch porn for personal purposes for once. So we're bringing back one of our favorites that you might have missed. And after you're done checking it out, don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes before the end of the year to be entered to win a free clone of Willy. Or clone a pussy. Now enjoy some vintage TGOM. This is Two Girls, One Mike. The show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the porn cast that tells you to dance like Republicans are watching. I'm your co-host, Alice Vaughn, and with me, I have my amazing co-host, Yvette Dontremont. Yvette, how are you doing today? I don't know if I'm feeling amazing today, but God damn it, I do want to dance like Republicans are watching because it looks so joyful. That and it looks like it would give me much better tits than I have now. I'm just saying. I'm just I know that is objectifying. And I'm okay with it, okay? I was just, I want to do some dancing. I want to I want to twirl on a rooftop. I want to live. Are you living right now, Alice? How are you doing, baby? I'm doing great. I just came back from Colorado, did some skiing, yeah. uh, saw a lot of white stuff, uh, including snow and people. But you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you do it. I'm just asking if you saw it. Uh, <laughs> saving that for the Patreons. patreon.com slash two girls one mic yeah we keep plugging that i'm excited for this episode because the first time we did this this is a porn that we've watched multiple times at this point please let me i'm gonna quickly apologize to the audience for this this was my fuck up uh (laughs) i we had this completely recorded and done like two months ago and we were so we loved this porn we had so much fun watching it uh and i thought that at the time my husband was doing the audio recording i thought i transferred my track to his computer and then i was like oh crap my computer has run out of storage space i have to delete things Guess who's the asshole who deleted their part of the track? Hi, guys. So we're re-recording it now, and we're thrilled to have a get. We're having a threesome. We're having an MFF today. We are. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And and he seems excited. He seems to be giving his enthusiastic consent to this. Oh, yes. My consent is enthusiastic and constant. You can keep, keep checking in <laughs> with me as the pod is going, but I can guarantee you. We'll ask and use lube if we stick a finger anywhere. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please ask. Uh, but uh, lube or no, you know what? Go and dry. I love it. Oh, oh. I am a freak. Bad wow. Hi. Oh, my. Hi. It's, this, is, this is also his dating profile for you guys. In, in, wait, I don't know if you're, what your situation is, but just, you know, that's the thing he's into. Yeah. Now you guys know. Go and dry. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. So we have on the show today uh, Matt Leap, comedian hey. and from the Film Drunk Broadcast. Matt, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Alice and Yvette. I'm, uh, I'm very excited to be on a podcast that uh, so aligns with my brand, which is, uh, you know, trash and porn. Not that you guys are <laughs> trash, but porn. Porn, I enjoy it. I watch it. I'm a fan of it. I'm friends with many people who do it. And uh, yeah, excited. So speaking of kinks and, uh, and your fetishes, um, so yes. I have a, fr- okay, so this is actually, so we should probably tell the audience how we met because this is not normal. <laughs> oh, it's the best story ever. It was. <laughs> Wait, were you both wearing clothing or not? Uh, I mean, being that it was via. The fact that there's this much explanation needed, I'm just saying. Well, it was via Twitter DM. And when I read it, you know, whether or not I had clothes on when I read, when I read my DMs is, I mean, that's up for the imagination. And whether decide. or not I was on the toilet. 
Sure. Yeah, chances are. I've given radio interviews on the toilet. That's the thing that's happened. Oh, so. yeah. I've given job interviews on the toilet. They don't know. You know? That's true. They never know. When you start doing job interviews on the toilet with them there, that's when it gets a little weird. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's a different yeah. type of shitting the bed. Might be an HR thing. Yes. Who knows? What ended up happening was I was out at a bar. One of my friends, Rebecca, she mentioned to me, hey, you need to check out quicksand porn. And I said, wait, what? And she said, yeah, there's this guy, Matt Lieb, uh, from the Film Drunk broadcast, <laughs> and he mentions it all the time. Porn. No, I have I'm, so many questions. We're going to discuss it in a hot second. Hold on. So what ends up happening is I decide, you know what? I need to Google this. So I start Googling quicksand porn and Matt's name just keeps coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're the quicksand porn guy. I guess so. You know, my SEO is weird. I did not know it would be that weird. You know, like I figured Matt Lieb comedian would pop up first. But apparently if you type in quicksand porn, my name is is on there. And you know what? That's fine. I, You know, everyone everyone has a brand. And my brand is now quicksand porn. And that's fine. You know, it could be worse. Oh, totally. I mean, you could be the guy who's farting on sheet cakes. Yeah, exactly. I'm amused by the farting on on sheet cakes. The thing is, I already knew about belching and all the types of porn that involved poo. Mm -hmm. And I find that way weirder and worse than quicksand. So I'm just <laughs> Good. fascinated. Good, because it, it, it definitely weirds people out. It depends on who you ask about quicksand porn once you explain it, because there's multiple ways you can look at it in terms of it being like either this weird pseudo-sexual fantasy thing yeah. or getting horny off of watching someone die. And it all depends on your own point of view on it. I don't look at it as watching someone die. I, you know, I, it, well, then again, it's up to interpretation. It's art is what I'm saying. I actually started looking at the history of quicksand porn. Have you ever explored it? I mean, not not the history. I just know of uh, the my own personal history of discovering it. But I didn't, I don't know how far back it goes. I discovered quicksand porn first on YouTube, which is a weird place to find porn. But there was no nudity. It was just this video of a girl sinking. And... <laughs> And I felt... And you decided it was pornographic. Well, what happened was I was like, there's no other reason to watch this other than like it gets you horny. And it was, you know, I will admit, full disclosure, I found myself getting like a little like, oh, wow, this is something kind of hot about this. And then I realized like this has got to be a genre. So I started looking for quicksand porn. And it wasn't available on Pornhub. You, You look up quicksand on Pornhub and you just see kind of like it seems like big butt videos it's more like pog you know uh but it wasn't like people in literal quicksand so I found this website quicksandvisuals.com and that's when I discovered an amazing world of, of people sinking but it makes sense why it appeals to actually a fair amount of people because it it really appeals to two different types of fantasies. The first being mm-hmm. wet and messy and the second being bondage and peril. And with wet and messy, you have, you know, it kind of fits in because uh, people who are into wet and messy fetishes, you know, take enjoyment at feeling wet and messy against their clothing and skin. So, you know, it ties a lot into quicksand because your pe- women are in or men are in piles of mud completely covered, whereas with bondage and peril, you know, you have these uh, actor or actresses who are stumbling into the middle of a muddy bog and, you know, the crying out the deeper they go. So that 
can also apply there. Yeah, it's a little bit of a, a breath play too. It, it comes into it because it's like even though oh. bre- breath play isn't specifically happening, it's the threat of breath play is happening because you know eventually they're going to sink all the way down to their face, and that's uh, yeah. And I was really curious into why quicksand. So I feel like <laughs> as a resident porn historian, um, I had to d- dig deeper. Mm-hmm. Look, sometimes you just don't have rope and you need something to hold somebody down. Yeah, yeah, this is this is true. Where it actually comes from is apparently um, in the 50s, 60s, um, quicksand was a way to get men and women in close proximity in a sexually charged situation. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So by actually the 60s, one out of every 35 movies had a quicksand scene. Yeah, see, this is why when we were kids, like, quicksand seemed like one of the top five ways we were going to die. It just seemed like it was everywhere. Yeah. Anvils, bombs. Yeah, anvils, piano, and head quicksand. Like, these were the ways that you were going to die. Venge-filled rabbits. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) I remember even playing um, Mario 64, and he would sink in quicksand. Although now I'm wondering who's ejaculating to Mario sinking in quicksand. There's got to be someone. There's hey, Bowsette porn was one of the top ten last year. So someone is like, it's like, oh Mario, you try to dig, you go, you go, (laughs) and it's that's happening. It's in the same world as like Vor. You guys know Vor, where people get eaten. Oh, okay. Vor is getting s- swallowed whole is, uh, is, is, yeah. So people being swallowed whole by like a snake, Ooh. you know, is like, uh. is a genre of porn where people will just, uh, usually it's CG and yeah, look it up. V-O-R-E. You know, there's just something about, it's, it's all in the same like, you know, subsection of like peril porn. That's a little outside of my comfort range for losing my ability to breathe in well, right. terms of pornography. You got to be into breath play a little bit. But as a kid, I remember kind of like the idea of getting swallowed by either quicksand or a snake. There was something semi-sexual about it. And, uh, you know, only later in life did I realize that uh, that would have such a monumental effect on my genitals so speaking of your genitals matt so when i was out drinking with my friend who listens to your podcast she mentioned something to me and i thought i have to ask you about it sure um, because i wrote it down as a note and drunk alice (laughs) thought this was a great idea to ask you you Mm -hmm. fucked a big mouth billy bass yes i did i what okay so when i was please tell me you didn't go in dry on this no 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 i didn't go dry okay. on the big mouth okay. billy bass well basically uh when i was in middle school my dad you know got one of those novelty singing fish and uh explains so much about your child it really already. does and uh so yeah what what had happened was uh i saw it and i saw that it was a, a robot and the mouth like moved you know when it's like take me oh to God. the river <laughs> You know, and so uh, I was. It's a blowjob robot. I that's what it's I thought. A it was blowjob robot. I was like, this is the closest to a blowjob robot I'm ever gonna get to. So I uh, I snuck it from the living room into into my room, and so I tried to fuck it in the mouth, and and uh, I realized that it's there's no hole. It's just like two plastic parts that are making the mouth open and close. And I, I tried to like, <laughs> I tried to have it like nibble on my dick, but when it sings, did you add bait? No. Well, my dick was the bait. Uh, <laughs> when, when it sings, it moves its head, so I had to keep moving 
it so that it would continue to nibble, and it wasn't really working. And uh, it gets a little dark, but what ended up happening was... Uh, Just picturing the soundtrack, because these things sing. Yeah, don't worry. Be happy. Uh, <laughs> uh, the fish nibble down your dick. Take me to don't the... <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh. So, so what happened was because I realized that it wasn't doing its job, I, I ripped the skin off of it because uh, it was made of rubber and then I masturbated with the skin. Oh my God. But, so women, if you don't, if giving this guy a blowjob isn't working, yeah. get the fuck out of well, there. Well, just start singing. He takes this shit seriously. But when, when I was masturbating with it, the weirdest part uh, was that the skeleton kept singing. Oh so... <laughs> As I was masturbating, the skeleton oh was God. moving, and I, I feel like there was a moment uh-huh. where, like Jim and the pie in American Pie, yeah. you had to have this talk with your father. Well, I was a, when he got home, my dad never. I mean, it just did that, Dad. It was on the wall, and it just happened. I, they never asked where it went. You know, eventually, <laughs> you know. Amazing. They, they just uh, they just forgot that it existed, and I had to hide the the skeleton and the skin. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, when I was a kid, I just was like, if you know, if it was soft, I was gonna try to fuck it. I, I fucked all sorts of household items and products. I fucked, uh, you know, banana peel. I fuck. There's like this eucerin cream that's like a really thick and and in a tub, you know. And so I just put my whole dick in that. I just like I was always just a really really horny kid, and I was basically gonna try uh, anything under the sun, mostly because I was like, no one's ever gonna fuck me, so I might as well I might as well like you know do it myself. You know what I mean? I think I think all of us who are awkward kids are like, no one's ever gonna love me. Yeah, I was listening to a lot of new metal at the time. I was like angry. I was chubby. I was like, you know, I, I was un- unfuckable in my own mind, but I was like, this isn't going to stop me from, from, you know, getting my dick wet. So I did in many weird ways. I'm happy that your dick got wet in all the ways you wanted to get it wet. It's, and I mean, here's the thing. We get older. Yeah. We figure out it gets better. We figure out our personalities are the way to people's genitals. Yeah, totally. And totally. these are all good things. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have gotten half the dick I did if I couldn't make people laugh. Yeah, no, definitely. I have, I have almost nothing else to offer. Eventually, I got tall, but I didn't realize that height had anything that anyone was interested in height until, like, literally, like, five years ago. Five years ago... I realize people like tall. I offer a a weird observation on height. I'm 5'9", which is average man's height. Uh, and I dated guys that were shorter than me. Great personalities, like them and everything. There was one guy who was two inches shorter than me uh, who I dated for about seven months. He could not stop like kind of negging me about my height because because my height made him insecure. And I didn't give a shit about it. Like I felt like I was looking him eye to eye. He didn't seem like a little guy. Like it's he was a perfectly fine height. Like it's not a big deal. But like when you make a woman feel insecure about the fact that she's tall, like she's not gonna want to fucking date you. But guys, if you're short, just don't make a I, and I get it. Some women are gonna be horrible about it. Like I but yeah, after dating a couple guys in a row who were Kind of shitty to me about the fact that I'm tall. It, it kind of was a turn off. Yeah, I've noticed that like short guys definitely they have there's uh, I mean, I don't want to generalize, but I've met a lot of 
short men with very misogynistic views on women and dating and whatnot. And, you know, I, I'm not trying to make them the victim, uh, you know, because they, a, a lot of them are they themselves kind of like, you know, if you're a misogynist, you're victimizing people. But they, I, I feel bad because society has, has basically programmed them to think that, you know, women are bad because, you know, they aren't attracted to you if you're a small man and whatnot. And I think that's super unfair because it's not, I just don't think it's true. And I mean, it could be a bit of both, you know, it could be that they go out thinking, uh, you know, this is what I've been told, so I'm going to be defensive and it turns women off and or some women just are kind of bitchy about height and it's a circular thing. So it's like, guys, and I get it, telling people just be confident is kind of a cunty thing to say. But, you know, like, you know what, I I dated one guy who, and I'm 5'9", I dated one guy who was 5'3", who the only reason I didn't, you know, at the time keep dating was that I moved across the country. Uh, and he was perfectly comfortable with his height. And it did, it wasn't a, a deal. So if you don't make the person, who, the woman who's taller than you feel weird about it, she doesn't fucking care. Just, you know, make her laugh and make her come and she's going to dig the hell out of you. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really uh, it's really as simple as that. You you don't make other people feel weird about your own shortcomings, so to speak. No pun intended. Oh, I I liked that. That was that was solid. I feel That's bad good. about it. But I feel good about okay, it. Good, 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 good. <laughs> Let's jump into the movie, actually. Yeah. Good timing yeah. for it. <laughs> Big Lebowski Triple X. Oh, yeah. yeah. The VHS tapes really brought the room together. Yes, it is. It wasn't beta. I, I loved I loved that, by the way. I thought that was a great touch was uh, was the beta versus VHS talk in that in the movie it was a it was a good touch it was a nice throw to us nerds um yeah but a, a little uh so a little synopsis i guess for people who've never seen the big lebowski um yeah. so matt do you want to take it away on a synopsis or should i sure i mean if you haven't seen the big lebowski it's one of the best coen brothers movies in my opinion it's a comedy about a case of mistaken identity in which uh, two people named Lebowski cross paths because one Lebowski is a super rich dude who has a wife who owes money around town, and the other Lebowski is the laziest bum in all of Los <laughs> Angeles County who doesn't have much money, loves to bowl, and is accidentally victimized because someone thinks that he's the one whose wife owes money all over town and then gets his rug pissed on and the story starts there it's a cult classic and the, and a perfect movie for leroy myers to 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 parody who is a he is the king of the porn parody in my opinion i mean it's crazy i, I looked at his history and he's done everything from i mean human sexapede uh 10 inch mutant ninja turtle strokey mm -hmm. bob's boners mm -hmm. adventure time i have a friend who we have to have on for t uh, 10 inch mutant ninja turtles because he has done he has both written and directed porn and has penned teenage mutant ninja turtle comics oh wow oh. david you're coming on for that one <laughs> Ella Darling, our first guest, she was at, actually in Bob's Boners and at Adventure Time. Nice. Aww. Nice. Have you guys had Leroy on yet? Not yet. Uh, we oh. we kind of have a list, a long list of people. Oh, I'm sure he'd love to come on. 
I mean, the past month has been like, because I'm about to move to Spain, as our as our listeners have heard me ramble about occasionally. And so our schedule has been up in the air and we're trying not to, we're trying to respect our guest time mm-hmm. by not saying, hey, let's schedule this thing and then have me last minute have to cancel. Sure. Which we had to do to Venus Lux. And we're very glad that she came on anyway. Well, yeah, if you guys need Leroy's information, I will send it to you. He is a dear, dear yes. friend. So, Leroy, when, when we email you, it's his fault. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can blame me. You can blame me. That's fine. But you'll love him. But this is, uh, yeah, one of many porn parodies he's created. And this seems like it was uh, pre-Wood Rocket Days, which is his now his, his website and production company. And I got to say, for a porn parody, it's got great writing. And in terms of casting, the guy who plays Walter, incredible. Incredible. Right? Did you know that he was nominated for Best Non-Sex Performance at the AVNs for that I had no idea. I had no idea, but he absolutely deserved that nomination. I just remember thinking, like, this is a real actor. I'm just saying, if John Goodman ever needs a stand-in for his roles, this guy, he's, he's got it. He was great comic timing, just filled the role. Absolutely. Yeah, his name is um, Peter O'Toole, and he also actually has been in some of um, Leroy's other films, such as uh, The Flintstones, Triple X, The Honeymooners. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, but those are the ones that come to mind for me as a non-sex film actor. So he, he just does non-sex? Like, he, he, we haven't seen yeah. him. He doesn't fuck. Yeah, I love this. We have just an actor. An actor who acts in porn. This is why, uh, you know, to go off on a tangent on my love for Wood Rocket, this is why I love uh, Leroy and all the people that he works with because uh, I don't have any experience with any other, like, uh, porn companies or how porn is run. And I know it can be, you know, it's a it's a world, uh, it's a mixed bag. It's a lot of gray areas. Some, some places are great and treat people nice. Some places are terrible, obviously. But... The world of Wood Rocket is filled with a bunch of like really funny, really cool, really horny people who want to make dumb, funny movies <laughs> with fucking in it. Like they're normalizing fucking for people who just want to because like, you know, it's we live in a world of clips. You know, we live in a world of like yeah. no, no plot. Everyone's just like, I want to get straight to the anal. I want to get straight to the cum shot. And it's like, and that's fine. You know, you do you, whatever you want to do. Sometimes you need a 45 second orgasm, okay? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with I that. I want to know and- the motivation though. What What's the motivation behind the fuck? I want to know why the stepmother decided to come help. Yeah, I want to know what got that guy into the business of cleaning pools. You know, like what what is his backstory? Why is he cleaning pools? Is is was this something? Is it his father's business? Is this you know, or is it something he just kind of fell into via you know a gig app? These are things I want to know. You know, and also if you're making a porn parody. You know, I wanna, I wanna see the dude get his dick sucked by Bunny. You know, Bunny Lebowski. That was a great way of getting back on, on, on the movie. I'm very good at transitions. We had a lot of great actors in this film. We had Tom Byron who played the dude. We had Kimberly Kane who played Maude Lebowski. Peter O'Toole who played Walter. Bob Nod who played Donnie. Uh, James Dean as Jesus. Uh, Evan Stone who wasn't a non-sex role this time. 
pure acting. Roy Karch, who he is not uh, in porn. He played Lebowski. He's a porn director. But, you know, he acted in really well, actually, surprisingly, in this. Yeah, I, there was a lot of great acting in general. But then there was also, obviously, the sex was fantastic. The, the one downside to it was there's certain characters you want to see fuck that you don't get to see yes. fuck. Now, I didn't want to see Walter fuck because it just that didn't interest me. But a little bit of me wanted to see Donnie fuck, you know? Yeah. 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 There's something about that character. It's just, a, you know, he meets a tragic end. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen The Big Lebowski, you know, the regular edition. You know, he meets a tragic end. And so you want to see in the porn version him fucking. You want to see one last bit of wetness on that dick. Exactly. You want to see him get his dick wet before he dies of a heart attack randomly. You know, or maybe at the end of sex. Yeah, th- exactly. There's a lot That's of things. That's not a bad way to go. But the unfortunate thing about the porn parody is, and maybe this isn't unfortunate, but is the fact that the porn has to happen. So it vastly cuts down the amount of plot that you can do. You know, we did have a fair amount of plot, though. I mean, this was well over yeah. two hours. It was like almost three hours, actually. I'm curious. Because there was a there was another one that we watched that they had I think it was the Wizard of Oz where they had a version where they cut out the fucking and there was a, you know about thirty seven minutes or so of it I wonder how long this would be cutting out the fucking I think there's still a really long bit of plot for this yeah I, I did uh, eventually fast forward through some of the porn uh, yeah. just because <laughs> we do that you know because I wanted to see the plot and there's only so much time in the day. And I did feel like there was a a, a good amount of plot. But, of course, you know, they couldn't perfectly parody every plot and subplot of The Big Lebowski. So there are things they had to cut out. I mean, they had to cut out uh, the nihilists. They had to, um, you know, cut out, I guess, you know, Donnie meeting his end. They had to cut out the, uh, you know, the private detective. Walter screaming in a restaurant. Exactly, exactly. Ordering pigs and blankets with flea. You know, there's a lot they, they did cut out, but I thought they got the meat of it and they did a pretty good job tying in, you know, instead of a rug that was pissed on that starts off the plot, it was all of his DVDs or no, all of his VHS tapes were pissed on. So let's on. actually maybe start going scene by scene and kind of breaking this down. Why would we do that, Matt? Let's do it. You start. Which scene do you want to start with? So I think we should start with um, the very beginning because we have a great intro. And by the way, this was, you could tell they first had money to shoot this because cinemato- the cinematography on this was beautiful. Oh, it was gorgeous. It was, it was the best cinematography I've ever seen in a porn parody. Granted, I've never seen the Pirates of the Caribbean porn. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, that's supposed to be the highest budget porn parody ever made, um, I, I think, or at least at the time. And I imagine that that has some pretty good cinematography and maybe even some CG. I would hope so. But it could be that they just paid the porn actors, you know, very well, which which is what you hope. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were able to mirror the cinematography of the Big Lebowski in ways yeah. that I was like, these guys, you know, this they is they went for it. This is why they have heart. This is why all of those Wood Rocket people have heart because they're like, we're not just about parroting like you know the movie plot. We're also going to do a scene by scene, shot by shot remake 
of the Big Lebowski as much as we can. And it was and gorgeous. And that was amazing about it because you started with a bowling scene. You even had down to the small details like the woman... Top, well, topless women bowling instead, though, so we had to pornify it. But you even had a woman disinfecting the bowling shoes, which is in the opening scene. Yeah, and it's the same shot with the dolly kind yep. of going across. I was like, this is beautiful. It was gorgeous. They had a shot where when Jesus Quintana is bowling and uh, he looks at all three, you know, Donnie, Walter, and the dude, and there's this kind of like rolling dolly shot of all three of their faces. They did, they matched it up perfectly. Like I'd love to see a side by side, like, uh, you know, of the scenes together to see how close they got it. Cause it seemed perfect to me. And I've seen the big Lebowski yeah. maybe a hundred times. And I was like, this is, this is beautiful. What a good job they did. In the very beginning, when they have the classic scene where you have the dude who is being ambushed uh, in his apartment and having his head thrust into a toilet. I mean, the, first off, the entire scenario of the apartment. The apartment, I compared it side by side looked exactly alike. It was scary how much they nailed that. The rug even looked alike. The, the rug which they ignored 30 seconds yeah. into the plot. Yes, they looked did. Looked alike. I'm like, oh, you did good on this, son. Yeah, they did. They they got the rug right. They got the, you know, the apartment right. It made me think, like, I wonder if they actually used the same apartment. And it wouldn't surprise me because the, the apartment that they used, or at least in the narrative of The Big Lebowski, was, uh, I think, in the valley. I think he lived in the valley. Oh, yeah. So uh, this is 2010, uh, I think porn was still being shot primarily in the Valley. Now it's in Vegas. But, you know, I do wonder if they actually got the exact same apartment because it was perfect. It looked exactly like the apartment. So we start exactly with even the writing itself was super similar. You know, where's the money Lebowski? Where's the dough Lebowski? Bunny said you were good for it. Dunk his head uh, into the toilet. But then you have, you know, instead of the partner unzipping and peeing on the rug, he starts actually fucking because we have a third person now with them, which is a woman. So fucking her on the carpet. So where what's really nice is they set up the plot, but they also go immediately into fucking, which is beautiful. The transition. It lets you know what you're in for. Right. I mean, you know, it is it's uh it's they know that it's a porn parody and they and that's the other thing they they do a lot of fourth wall breaking where they they mention that this is a porn parody and I appreciate that as someone who is watching a porn parody, you know, that they're not they're not in any way taking this seriously at least narrative wise, but you know, in terms of, you know, doing a shot by shot recreation, they're taking it super seriously. And yeah, he gets his dick sucked. What I actually really like about that even first sex scene is that not only does he get his stick sucked, she has her clit sucked, but it's not for like two seconds. It's there's a great angle on it. It it goes for a while. Yeah, it's a quite a dick sucking scene. A lot of a lot of clit sucking, a lot of cunnilingus. I'm a fan. Yes. I actually made a note about it. I'm like, this is actually fairly good cunnilingus for porn. He is up in there. However, I'm pretty sure her moaning was fake. I'm just saying. Well, it's acting. At the end of the day, they're all professional paid actors. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, but we uh we had Nina Hartley on a while ago, and she she gave us a term that I can't unsee now. Whenever we're watching something, and if if I can see tongue sticking way out like darty tongue, and I can see most of the vagina, I'm like, oh, that's pornolingus. That's not doing anything for anyone's pleasure. But if the mouth is just like ha ah, up in there, I'm like, oh, okay, that's somebody is enjoying that possibly yeah it looked like it was it was well done and, yeah. and uh there was a lot of uh eating the butt which i personally i'm a fan yes. of showing someone eating the butt while they're going down on someone first of all i think if government ever got involved in porn and there were porn standards i think it should be required if you're if you're showing a cunnilingus scene show them eating the butt normalize eating the butt it should be part of it it's just like not that you have to do it but show it as like oh it's not this scary place you know it's like it's you were right given there. three holes people use those holes as the good lord intended exactly god wants one of you them to before the marriage yes exactly before after during the wedding <laughs> eat that butt you know while you're in front of the priest yes, yes. Eat the priest's butt. <laughs> He's probably into it. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah, you know, they, they, they're... Uh, Let's ask the altar boys. Yeah, always consent. Let's first and foremost ask the priest first. But, uh, you know, if he says yes, eat the butt. So in this case, though, so as far as jizzing goes, because, you know, guy comes at the end. So instead of jizzing on the carpet, he jizzes on the dude's VHS tapes. You know, and of course, the fourth wall is broken. Couldn't you just come on the rug instead? Uh, then they go the back and forth of, you know, my wife, do I look married to you? Blah, blah, blah. They realize that they're in the wrong apartment. But here's what I love. The dude starts listing off the DVDs. So first off, cockbiting sluts from Barstow number 64. Fuck me before my pussy falls off. 43. Look who's cocking. Bully horse 17 and log jamming. Now... What I love is they actually, I don't know if you realize this, but in the later parts of the movie, they actually reference those porns. Yeah. And not only that, Logjammin is a porn within the movie, The Big Lebowski, yes. that you see a little bit of where you see one of the, uh, the, the kidnappers or supposed kidnappers of Bunny is uh, in a porn trying to fix the cable. And then instead of fixing the cable, he has sex. And so it's like a lot of this like... Self-referential stuff into the actual movie, which I thought was, like, great. It was brilliant. They actually keep that as the name of the porn that Bunny is in later on in the movie. This is also something I've never, ever seen in porn or in a porn parody before, which is they, in this movie show scenes from other porns in the porn it's like it was such a there was like meta porn happening in the porn movie did they record that porn specifically for this porn or was it porn from another movie oh it was i think they recorded the porn like you don't actually see any porn happening in logjam and in the movie the big lebowski you see everything before the porn and like they invent one where Saddam Hussein is having a, a a threesome. Can we hold that thought? I want to get to that in a sec. Okay. Okay. But one more thing I do want to say about the tapes. I felt like it was a missed opportunity to have some maybe 90s references. Uh, like I thought they might do like Stroke by Stroke uh, or Dawson's Ass Creek or Goodwill Humping or the Sister Act, Jesus's Final Coming. Yeah, yeah. No, it would be it would be nice to it is a missed opportunity. They could have uh, especially for 1991, you know, if you're 
if you're looking at all the uh, the top sitcoms that if Wood Rocket had been around at the time, the porn they would have made there, it would have been nice. But I thought they did a good job. You know, I uh, yeah, I you know, I I liked what they came up with. It was good. So then we go to the bowling scene. Donnie's bowling. The situation's being explained, uh, and you have some fantastic acting by Walter. Did you guys write the li- lines down? Because I did. I don't know if that matters. Oh no, I didn't write them down. Oh, here we go. Those hardcore VHS tapes that really tied the goddamn porn collection together. Donnie, you were out of your goddamn element, dude. They came on your goddamn pornos. That's what I got. Which was I. I'm. I know I did a beautiful job acting. No, that was fantastic. That was great. Yeah. You could be a, a non-porn actor in porn if you wanted to. We could all be. This is what being a theater major in college prepares you to be uh-huh. a non-porn actor in porn. Whenever someone says, I was a theater major, I'm like, oh, it's obvious. Yeah. And I say that as a former theater major. <laughs> like, It's like, yeah, I know some basics of how to not suck. But like the comic timing, that's a thing you figure out and or it's in you. Like you have it and you hone it. It's it's interesting because in porn there are there there's very few porn actors or actresses who have much in the way of like comic timing and you know it, and that's fair. I mean that's a it's a whole other skill set. But one thing that I saw uh, that I was I think a missed opportunity was they had uh, Dana D'Armond in it as uh, she played uh, she played the character Liam. From uh, the Big Lebowski, when uh, when Jesus is like Liam and me, we're gonna fuck you in the ass. Yes. And the Liam that he was pointing to was Dana, and uh, she is one of the funniest just human beings who's around. Uh, let alone in porn, she's got to be you know top two. I wanted to see more Dana. I was hoping for uh, her to uh, play a bigger role in it, but it was cool that she made a cameo. One- well, now I want to see more things that she's in. Oh, so she's we're, so that, funny. She's great. I was going to say, if you, if you know more things, send send recommendations. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I will send. I will send. We're always looking also for porn recommendations. So listeners, uh, info at twogirlsonemike.com. Send us what you want us to cover in the future. Uh, yeah, we're we're going to yeah. get around to all the porns. Whatever genitalia, tentacalia, whatever you want, we're doing it. Yeah. Vore. People being eaten by snakes. <laughs> no. I'm not, I'm not sure if I can. I'm going to. Do it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to need some clonopin before that episode. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh. That's that's going to. It's going to hit all all my. It's not that I'm claustrophobic. It's still, I'm not sure if I can handle eaten by snake as a turn on. <laughs> I'm not judging. I'm saying it's not for me. Yeah. No. Everyone's got their, uh, you know, their thresholds. And yours is being swallowed whole by a snake. You know, I can I may I go on a short tangent about latex fetishes? I'm interested. Let's go ahead. do it. Okay. All right. So briefly dated a guy with a latex fetish, and you know, here's a I adored him. His personality was great. Met him through mutual friends at a party uh, where we talked for hours. So funny, so fantastic. And then I find out he has a latex fetish, and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of in the kingiverse. This won't be too weird. He used to wrap shit in saran wrap as a child, and that was where this started. What oh would God. he wrap? Now, here's the thing. Just everything. Like a hamster? Now, it, I not never living things. Okay, okay. never living. Good, so, good, good. Now here's the thing. So we, I, we had, you know, we we had sex a couple of times, only once within the latexy universe, and he needed like, you know, I put on a latex thing. He put on a full latex bodysuit. A now it was black, uh, a black latex condom, and to complete the look, 
a black, I believe it was a black mask and black gloves. And at the time I was living in Boston and I'm like, I'm going to end up dead in the Mystic River, aren't I? <laughs> They're going to find me and there aren't going to be any fucking fingerprint. And it's like, here's the, I trusted this guy completely, but the visual of it was just so jarring. Yeah, because like, it looks like seeing, a ninja has just him, entered your home. Yeah. Seeing him putting the black gloves on, I was like, you know what? You had me until there. And you know what? The sensation of latex when you're it it is a very it it is a very sensual sensation. I'm not gonna lie, but the glove. Yeah, it looks like you're gonna get fucked by Dexter. I thought you were about to say like he's to wrap everything in Saran wrap. Hey Yvette, I have the Saran wrap laid out. <laughs> yeah, I'm into bed. I was waiting for that. Or hey, I don't have Saran wrap, but I have some aluminum foil. Let's make you a burrito, baby. Ah! <laughs> oh, but I mean, I, I just want to clarify. This guy was he was so wonderful, so sweet, and I still adore him as a friend. It's just you know sometimes you don't match up sexually, and I hope he's found someone like and I, like I said. The latex felt great. It's just the gloves, man. Ooh. Yeah, the gloves. What that's what creeped you out, you know. And he deserves someone who wants that. Absolutely. So and good for him for for being honest and forward about it. You know, you don't want to be in a relationship with someone and not disclose your you know your your fetish because then you're you're not fully you know living your truth you know it's like yeah it's good that he was honest and it was good that you were honest back and i mean i was he was willing to try what i was into i was willing to try what he was into and we just it just wasn't a fit which sucked because i really liked him but you know you have to honor your you know you have to honor what gets you off yeah 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 you really do so speaking of of getting off this movie Mm -hmm. let's uh get back on this movie. Oh, baby. Oh, I'm just filled with great segues. <laughs> so so the next scene is we have, uh, instead of Philip Seymour Hoffman, Hoffman we have uh, Evan Stone uh, playing the butler where he's escorting the dude through uh, Lebowski's wall of many crowning achievements, including his 12,000 beta vi- video porn purchase. Let's see him uh, with Urkel. And, oh, uh, apparently... Uh, mentioning his contribution to helping underprivileged college schoolgirls while they on the photo looked like just hot uh, how can we describe yeah. this it's, the uh, I, I believe the line from from the butler was he sent these girls to college and paid their fees and the line back from the basket was yeah they're still sexy little college sluts yeah yep yep just right on, you know some of the writing is a little bit on the nose but uh you know that's uh, it's what they. Uh, it worked. It worked. worked for the character. I mean, Absolutely. he's he's the he's like, look, I'm the dude. Like, so it works. Yeah, and then actually, little college sluts works for him. He looks at in the Big Lebowski. He looks at this mirror that says Time Magazine on it, so it looks like you're the person of the year. Uh, and this mm-hmm. one, it, it did it say cum slut? Is that what it said? Yes, yeah. he had. Cox. It was cocksucker of the year slash cum slut magazine. Yes, yes, yes. Which, if that's a real magazine. I want a subscription because you want to know who becomes the cum slut cocksucker of the year. Who is that dedicated to suck that many cocks? I just I I applaud that. Me too. It should be that, an Olympic event. I mean, it's just I just worry about TMJ. Oh sure 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 that's sure gonna... sure. But you know that's what sports medicine doctors are for. You know exactly. A little bit of Botox in here, a little bit of steroids in the in the throat. You're good to go. You're a human vacuum with saliva. <laughs> 
I just want to know, like, how do you keep getting your mouth lubricated if you're going to continue sucking cocks? Like, assuming it was an Olympic event. Oh, oh, oh I do know how. Oh. Deep throating. Do you? When you deep throat oh, past sure. a certain point, yeah. you you produce some you produce some thick ropes of mucus, my friend. And I I don't mean a little bit of oh look it touched my gag reflex. I mean shove that shit down your face. And you'll produce some extra lubrication. I'm not. I'm not saying to go into this lightly. If you have not taken a cock to the point where your face is just in your man's pubic hair, I'm just. I'm just saying, deep throating past a certain point will absolutely produce more lubrication. Sure, 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 sure. I mean, you see it all the time in in uh, various of the uh, gag and slobber slobber porns, which. Uh, you know, some people are not fans of me personally. Uh, you know, slobbers, it's nice. It looks fun. But everyone's, you know, everyone's got their own tastes. <laughs> not my favorite thing. Yeah, some people find it disgusting. And there's something about me where I just, I find porn is, you know, it, it, if it's too vanilla, you know, I then I just get uninterested in it. I need a little bit of slobber. Slobber's fine. I, I'm somewhere between if it's too vanilla, I'm like, I'm bored and if, uh-huh. if it's too like if it goes straight to the hardcore fetish stuff where it's like you don't even see sex all you see is someone getting tied up and beaten i'm like you know a penis needs to go into something i, I agree with or you a, there or a fist or something i need something to go into a hole this is not okay yeah i mean sometimes that thing going into a hole is a person going into a hole of quicksand and uh and that's okay too <laughs> you know and sometimes mm. if you can't find a hole, you just got to rip the skin off and fuck the skin. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, please, please don't apologize. We've all had our pie moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, if women admitted to all the stuff we've shoved into our pussies, I mean. Right, I, of course. I probably, I could make a list and or a book. We're not going to right now because we're going to let you guys wonder about that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get back to the film. So my personal favorite, though, is I also love this interaction because, again, I felt like it was really good acting. I actually even have the lines written down. So you have a VHS porn collection and it got inseminated on by some Orientals. Lots of porn is inseminated on in that part of the world. Typically, it's pixelated. I'm not going to waste my time today, sir, teaching you about Japanese bukake. Yeah, that oh was God. that was pretty fantastic. That was that was great. It was a great shout out to pixelated Japanese porn, and uh, it was a you know a great repurposing of the the lines. That's what they did a lot in this parody. Is they repurposed a lot of the previous lines from the movie and made it you know uh, fit into the mold of the porn parody. Exactly. And next, then, uh, the dude, he actually references one of the porno tapes. He says, so those porno tapes include a brand new VHS copy of Fuck Me Before My Pussy Falls Off 64, which, by the way, key detail, he mentioned it was 43 before. So dude either confuse a slight detail with cock biting sluts from Barstone number 64 or clearly the 21 versions between Fuck Me Between My Pussy Falls Off 43 and 64 are just not worth viewing because they're too predictable. Maybe, maybe they finally got it right by 64. 64. Could be. Maybe the pussy finally actually fell off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe in the other ones, you're just waiting. Maybe the left labia is like, fuck you, I'm out. I'm out. I'm free. Yeah. I'm done. You have fucked me <laughs> off. <laughs> they CGI that left labia slipping down, falling mm-hmm. off, away, walking away. Just, just being giving free. the Giving the labia finger. Uh-huh. If the lab- labia is going to grow a finger. And <laughs> give it to- that's... that's- that's some Rick and Morty animation. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
So Lebowski then goes, everyone knows Beta's a wave of the future. And I mean, we kind of mentioned this before, Matt, but like, come on, that was kind of a shout out to the format war. So, Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. The format wars in which uh, in which VHS beat out Betamax, primarily because on, guys, of porn. Betamax is coming back. We all know it. You know, I it's it's you know, I, I forget where I heard this. Maybe it was in a movie or something, but apparently porn in general, uh, at least, you know, back before streaming, everything was streamed, would dictate what actually would be the format used by you know movies and you know everything else and actually even streaming because you know in terms of uh you know streaming technology porn was streaming far far longer for very many years before you actually saw you know a netflix and whatnot you know before netflix you know was streaming there was you know videobox.com which had all these like streaming porns that you could you know uh you and your friends could go in on an account and you could watch you know fuck my gut butt part three it was always fun to see what other videos were viewed on your account oh yeah yeah we used to share clips that was the thing that me and my college friends used to do would be like check out this clip and there was this one guy in uh, a porn called Mason's Dirty Tricks, where there was a guy who didn't speak much English. He just knew enough English to say porn words. So, like, this oh. girl, the, these two guys are fucking this girl, and uh, she's, like, talking a lot of shit. She's like, yeah, fuck it, asshole. Yeah, fuck it, you idiot. And at one point, he takes his dick out of her pussy, and he goes, you, shut up that mouth. And then he puts his dick in her mouth. And I just thought, shut up that mouth was... The closest to like a Borat doing porn that I've ever seen. <laughs> it's just like shut up that mouth. It just was. It was beautiful. And you are my whore. You, you will not be a talking no more yeah, at my penis. You are my whore. You know, fucking my pussy. You know, it just, it just was. It was just wonderful. And I always wondered, like, if at some point. They should make a sitcom where it's like on CBS and it's about a guy who moves to America and he only does porn. And so he only knows enough English to say porn stuff. So he's trying to tell his kids, you know, who are getting beat up in school, like, you know, what to do when a bully comes after you. And all he can say is like, if someone uh, make a talk the shit, you uh, fuck the fuck the pussy and uh, come on the face. <laughs> they can call it bare bones. Yeah, there we go. I love it. Yeah. We already have a concept. I, I It's Michael Lattis, call me. Yes. We can do this. Chuck Lorre, you know the phone number. But yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I love, I love watching porn with friends. Anyways, point being that, uh, Agreed. It, it was a good shout out to the format wars, uh, and uh, and you know VHS uh, ends up winning. Unbeknownst, and we all know VHS was was it stuck around forever. Yeah, it's still around. I mean, no one, not really, but it's. Uh, I have a bunch of VHSs. I just don't have uh, the means to play them. <laughs> yep, we all knew spending all that money for the Disney Vault collection was gonna pay off yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. Right up there with those Beanie Babies. Yep. Oh yeah. Any minute now. Hey, I made $400 on a pet stuffed cat that I paid $10 for, wow. not knowing the Beanie Babies were going to be a thing. Wow. So, so you came out on top then. I had no idea that I just bought it because it was a cat. Yeah. No cl- Yeah. They were, they were fucking stupid. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we have that back and forth finish up between Lebowski and the dude. The dude ends up taking some uh, VHS tapes from Lebowski. And we also learned that Lebowski, he's 
not in a well he is in a wheelchair but he has erectile dysfunction that he got in vietnam supposedly but uh, then we meet bunny and it's that classic scene where she's painting her nails and this is basically like a scene by scene uh mm -hmm. you know to Recreation. the throwback to the original exactly except with the added bonus of he actually pays her a grand and she sucks his dick so yeah 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 thousand dollars and i'll blow you a hundred more for him to watch yeah no, it was out with the cash. It was pretty great because I, I remember thinking before I saw the movie, like, here are the things I want to see in a Big Lebowski porn parody. Number one, I want to see Jesus actually fucking someone in the ass. Number two, <laughs> I want to see Bunny Lebowski actually suck Jeff Bridges' cock. Although it's not Jeff Bridges, but the dude's cock. Jeff Bridges is masturbating to it somewhere, we hope. Right. Well, yeah. Hopefully he saw it and, and is feels honored. You know, they say porn parody is the the that's the height of compliments. And uh I also wanted to see uh Donnie have sex. Don that's the only thing they didn't have, but I was I was pretty happy with uh with you know, two out of three ain't bad so next few scenes so we have the dude back at his apartment where uh you have the answering machine call uh but mm -hmm. walter in this case didn't pull out a gun he whipped out his dick uh -huh. so apparently that's against league rules um yeah yep, wasn't yep. aware that was specifically in the handbook but i believe it i'll have to ask for some friends who are in bowling leagues uh -huh. just to double check my father was a professional bowler i never heard anything about you know he never said explicitly it was not allowed yeah if it's not in the rule book, then, you know, game on. Yeah. Take, you can take your dick out. It is the air bud uh, <laughs> theory of, of sports. If it's not in the rule book, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the bowling ball has three holes. The human has three holes, you know. <laughs> so we end up back in the bowling alley. Walter and a dude explain the entire plot of Bunny being kidnapped that, uh, you know, he uh, what's it called? Blah. Uh, someone explained this for me. I'm sorry. Probably kidnapped uh, herself. See. The Rich Lebowski gave the dude a lot of money to go hunt down his wife who was kidnapped. Uh, see, she probably kidnapped herself, says the dude. Uh, young hot wife plus rich cripple guy equals trophy uh, wife. Am I wrong? And I believe that was from... Uh, da -da -da. I, I believe that was from uh, Walter. I had the lines written down or not who said them. And he is... Jewish in this uh, porn too, because in this porn verse, he mentions, he's like, well, what if it's on like Shower Shabbos? And you know, uh, of when they have to, I think, do a transaction. So he's kind of like, wait, what? Uh, he's following, he's, fo he's, yeah. Yeah, that was that was uh, good. Uh, it was it was interesting because I I do wish they had gone into more detail about what you can and can't do if you're Shomer Shabbos. And uh, but the just the shout out to being Shomer Shabbos I thought was was good. I was like, that's nice. That's a that's a nice little touch. But they don't get into his ex wife Cynthia and uh, their dog and all that stuff. But I mean, like I said, there's only so much time. You can only parody so much. And then we get right actually into the jesus fucking mm -hmm. jesus montana uh yes. man i i know you enjoyed this so uh, oh yeah yeah he's a sodomizer dude caught having anal with the league commissioner's wife do, so do you want to fuck with the jesus is how they start his anal scene which i thought that was a great way to work that classic line in it, it was great and it was funny because like in the movie there's you know uh something about about Jesus actually what was it eight-year-olds dude something about him like uh, doing some sort of like sexual act with a minor and in this movie I was like I don't think 
I'm positive they won't do that. So instead, they just have him like uh, he just calls him a sodomite and whatnot. And, and instead of uh, you know just talking about him being a sodomite, they actually show him fucking someone in the ass, which was one of the main things that I wanted to see in a Big Lebowski porn parody. And it's a great scene. It's a scene. It's got James Dean playing. Which I didn't realize it was James Dean because of the goatee. I only recognize him because of his dick. Is that sad? No, I thought the same thing. I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to be. James, we're sorry. I have not been paying enough attention to your dick, James. I knew. uh, I realized that it was him also because of the dick and also because James Dean fucks in a very specific way. You know, the way James Dean like fucks, he doesn't just like he gets he like envelops a person. He goes, he kind of he arches his back he does this whole thing he's got a he's very handsy he's grabby very grabby and you know depending on who you ask some of that grabby is warranted and some of that grabby is over the line we don't have to get into that on on this particular podcast but uh not this nah. episode not this not episode today. but it's uh, i think it is worthy of a discussion in later episodes as to uh the behavior of a james dean that being said in the scene it was i mean it's a great scene he is uh he's He's certainly having anal sex. And as someone who, you know, there's porns with anal sex. I don't think it's necessary in every porn. But, you know, in a movie that specifically calls out anal sex multiple times, I think you can't avoid an anal sex scene. And I'm really glad they did it. It was very hot. My main note on this scene was that was a lot of goddamn anal even for me. Oh, wow. Over the line with the anal. Not over the line. Over the just, line. It, That's a big not, Lebowski not reference. Not over the line. Just, just I had, wait for it, I had my fill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. To the brim. Mm. The only thing that killed it for me was his horrific Hispanic accent. Oh, pretty at bad. At the very end. Oh. Pretty bad. Yeah, it was, uh, it was I mean, you know, James Dean is, uh, he's not the real James Dean. So in terms of his acting skills, they leave, you know, a lot to uh, you wanted someone who actually could fill that role, who actually I mean, I don't mean to be a total SJW here, but you could get a Hispanic actor to play Jesus, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, in this case, they, there are a lot of Hispanic actors that can fuck. I'm just saying there, there are tons you of mean to tell me there are Hispanic actors in the porno Valley in L.A. I know Hispanics Shocking. in Los Angeles. What? Shocking. No. I never saw a single one. I saw no Hispanics. I love that we're using the term Hispanic too. It's like it it goes back to the nineties. Like we're they're using Oriental, we're using Hispanic. Yeah, I love it. It's I, I'm just I, I was kind of surprised that they used the word Oriental multiple times in there, but that was was that used in the original movie? Um I think or uh, Chinaman was the oh, yeah. uh, the word. And <laughs> which was even worse. Yeah, and, and and Walter points it out. He goes, uh, you know, Chinaman is is not the preferred norm nomenclature asian american please which is like one of the funniest fucking lines for him to say uh and in this case they were doing that it was like a a misdirection where he kept saying oriental and then instead god i wish i wrote the line down but he says god like something like sodomite is not the preferred nomenclature anal sex please or something like that it was i if i had been as thorough as you guys 
I would have written it down, but they did a good we're job. We're just exceptionally thorough when it comes to our porn. By the way, actually, if we're going to talk about impressions, next scene, kind of like for me, at least, that was my favorite scene in the movie where you have the dude pops in one of the tapes, the gulp war, where you have George loves Bush and Saddam who came. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And George challenges Saddam to a gulp war where we're going <laughs> to stick our missiles into this girl's throat until she goes gulp. And then we're going to have a fuck off to see who wins. But who won? I think it's a documentary of how the Gulf War actually went. Yeah. It's how all future wars should be fought, by the way. You know, we'd lose. I'm sorry, but I'm just saying Trump would lose to Putin on this. As someone who's seen a lot of Russian porn, I just, you know, those. We would be fucked to Germany and Japan forever. Whatever we're willing to do, they're like, yeah, (laughs) that was. That's child's play to them. They're like, they they show fucking like deep throat and, you know, anal gaping. And they're like ads for Tide over in Germany. Like we we're a bunch of Puritans over here. If there aren't at least three fists in the those women that it's not enough yeah yeah uh, they they understand sex more than more than any american ever will that's how you had to keep warm during the war mm-hmm. <laughs> they understand the extents that you can push sex i yes. think is is Mm-hmm. There, I've seen something. I, you know what? I know we've discussed the pterodactyl porn before. The pterodactyl porn was German. Of course it Just was. Of fucking course it was. What about the ET porn? Was that also German? Wait, is there ET porn? Oh, I'm gonna send you guys oh, a God. clip later. <laughs> it's so- we love, we love. If you have weird porn clips of ET, please oh, info it is, it is, it's almost it, like if you think getting swallowed whole by a snake is too much, ah. this this ET porn is, uh, it's just too wild. Okay. The pterodactyl porn was a foursome. It was a gangbang with four pterodactyls, and they would randomly flap. Yeah, hey, they would randomly flap, and there was one that was just a hand puppet, which is my favorite guy. <laughs> Because <laughs> is God. that person? I forgot about the hand puppet. He's a hand puppet, and he's just like in the corner of the screen, just going. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's brilliant. God, the the shit that stays with us. And then again, you know what? Somebody went out of their way to make pterodactyl porn. I think it's. I think it is worthy of their effort that we remember it. Yeah, absolutely. It was, and it was high quality. They wanted us to know that those pterodactyls tried really hard mm-hmm. not to go extinct. Yes. They worked on it. Yes, they did. Those fuckers. <laughs> so the next scene, I, I know, Yvette, last time we saw this, you had some feelings about when the dude is knocked See? out. Oh, yeah. Oh, so the dude is lying on the floor after masturbating, and someone comes in and punches him, and he's floating through L.A., and there's this wonderful little voiceover. The dude is enjoying a dream that he would have had if he'd dreamt it. Before you get your panties in a bunch, sometimes stories that you expect take unexpected turns. So for now, forget about all this and just abide. And he's floating over Los Angeles. And there's this beautiful psychedelic backdrop. And it's just this wonderful, like, take away from the movie. If you liked the movie, if you don't give a shit about the porn... I. First, I don't know why the fuck you listen to us, but watch it for this. It's transcendent of porn, in my opinion. And they do such a good job of recreating the the scene in uh, The Big Lebowski where, number one, he's floating on the magic carpet, or he's flying, and she's Maud is floating on the magic carpet. And then they have the people with the bowling pins uh, on their heads. And, like, the 
amount. Although I'm personally more impressed with the CGI where he's in oh, Captain sure. a dildo. Oh yeah, that's right. That I don't even know how they did. There was one shot that they did where it looked like the camera was going in and out of in and out of whoever was playing Maud's vagina or or butt. And I don't even know how they did that. I mean, that's technology I didn't even know exists. It's like a GoPro for fucking. It's magic. Ooh, is there a GoPro for fucking? I kind of You know what? That. If you take a GoPro and attach it to a helmet while you're having sex, yeah. that's a GoPro for fucking. <laughs> However, you also need a third part of that. You need a blindfold for your partner because laughter will be picked up on the track by that GoPro. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Don't ask me how I know this. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just imagining someone fucking me with a helmet on their head. <laughs> Well, safety first, you know. Some people bring protection. It was just a thought. Yeah. People have weird thoughts. I have bumped my head a number of times, but to hear, honey, please wear this helmet. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, you you can never be too safe. You know, if I'm having sex, I'm going helmet, shin guards, wrist guards. Uh, elbow pads hey, knee pads you know you know knee pads would help so many times oh definitely i'm just saying definitely and i mean if you're really on the carpet and you're trying not to get floor burn and there's some rough angle going on maybe maybe some elbow grass oh, too. i'm sure. just saying yeah why not saying you know why not go all the way <laughs> in this dream sequence we have what i think is personally a lackluster lesbian orgy i'm not into it i've seen better yeah i didn't think? watch i didn't watch the scene because at that point i was just trying to get all the plot and uh, and seeing that's uh, fair uh, seeing a lesbian orgy uh at that point i thought i was like well that's that's good it, it, it makes sense although part of me was like you know given the context of the actual scene in the movie where he's like floating through them and then looking up their dresses and whatnot, I figured it would be like a six girls, one guy, uh, orgy scene, but yeah, I didn't watch it. I was so. more disappointed that a bowling pin was not used as an insertable. So yeah, there's yeah. that yeah. missed That's opportunity. It's, I, I mean, my, my main note on that scene was, uh, or two main notes. Number one, that was a, an absurd amount of vaginasis. Uh, and number two, somebody got a fucking UTI out of that. What, what, why? What, what, what did I, cause I missed it. What were they doing to the vagina that would cause UTI? See, anytime you, you rub up against that area, because uh, we have a shorter urethra than men do. So we are more susceptible to UTI. So just the amount of tripping and rubbing and brrr, all those things, somebody, I just refuse to believe that somebody didn't get a UTI out of that scene. Cause there was, there was some rubbing of vaginas. It's just, it, it, it happens. Overly rubbed vaginas. Missing the clit and going... To quote a doctor friend of mine, vigorously rubbed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was more impressed with the creative decision that they decided to end that scene with, with James Dean as Jesus holding an inflatable dick uh, and chasing the dude. So that was a thing. Yeah, no, which is which is uh, an homage to the scene with the in The Big Lebowski where the nihilists who have supposedly kidnapped Bunny Lebowski are chasing him with a giant scissors because they keep threatening to cut off his Johnson. And so oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was an homage to that. Instead, it's a big inflatable cock, uh, which, uh, again, it's like you can tell the people who made the movie love the Big Lebowski. And they mention in the opening the greatest comedy ever made or one of the greatest comedies ever made calling the Big Lebowski that. And I think that's, uh, you can see it in the in the filmmaking, that they really love this movie. 
and it made me appreciate it even more. And there's not too many scenes after that left. So we do have the dude and Maud, an entire back and forth of, you know, that her father is broke and she actually can, helps control the trust and she gives him an allowance and that entire scheme occurs. And then, of course, we have a sex scene with Maud and the dude, which for me, the only thing I really found impressive was that her wig stayed on the entire time. Yeah, that um, was impressive. This is the second time I've said that. The first I said that in <laughs> uh, the in Pump Fiction. Uh, I think maybe even same way. They made some choices with those wigs. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> they had options and they made choices. I still have not it's seen all- Pump Fiction, but uh, it'll be the next on my on my to do list. It was so good. Yeah, the acting was amazing. Nice. Actually, we had a friend of the show. Do you know Sylvia Sage? I don't know Sylvia. No. Oh, she's a comedian in L.A. Yeah, she was fantastic. She's also a porn star, too. Oh, cool. Nice. Nice. That, like I said, there is a lot There is a lot of crossover there. Uh, there's a few different porn stars who got into stand-up comedy, which, uh, which I appreciate. But I did think it was interesting with the mod scene that they didn't end with a cream pie. Because in the movie, The Big Lebowski, the reason that she wants to have sex with the dude is she's trying to get pregnant so she sits and she's like trying she's like holding her legs and she's trying to increase the chances of conception which she does hold her legs at the end of coitus right she does and but you know for no other reason than i guess that's how she wanted to 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 hold her legs whereas like in the movie the reason is so i i thought there'd be a cream pie there and she does say keep it in we don't know what was left on the editing room floor that's true just say well you see him pull out and then and then come all over her belly and i mean who knows what could have happened in 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 previous takes but it seemed like he had uh, his full his full a load of of cum i just got this thought of like somebody of a director being like no nah, well you didn't like that cum shot you gotta do it again i mean i imagine <laughs> that it's it's happened before uh, the, uh, to me one of the worst types of cum shots are the ones where you can tell he's had at least one or two loads uh, spilled earlier in the day, so he's just kind of dripping. He's just got a he's little. Like, uh, yeah, so. yeah. To me, it's like uh, I'm. You know, I need to see a rock hard dick, and I need to see thick ropes. You know, I'm a thick. I'm a thick ropes type guy. You want someone to have three strands of pearls? Is what I you're would like to see three strands of pearls. I'd like to see. Yeah, just because to me, you know, it's for the fantasy, it's that like this is a load that's been just brewing in the balls and you want to see it come out. But when you see just like, you know, a little drip drip, then you're like, oh, it ruins the fantasy for me. No, that makes complete sense. That's just me. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. (laughs) This is a thick ropes pod. We all like ropes. Uh, Alice likes that when it comes out of her dick, too. So Uh mm -hmm, fair enough. Fair. Fair, I fair, mean, fair. can you blame her? I, I I do have some pretty big balls. Um, <laughs> so what are things actually? So I know that we kind of skimmed over uh, log jamming because, I mean, they pretty much they just basically redid the porn from the actual movie, which was appreciated. I like they did that. And I like that the cable man fixed the cable in the end. Yes. Yes. That was there was another beautiful touch where you could tell they loved the movie and they were like, let's fix the cable because that's. That's a, a beautiful line in the original Big Lebowski. And they did it. 
because they love the movie. Although my favorite though was Maud calling Bunny. She's what we call in the art world a slut, a harlot, a cock craving leg spreader. Really? I mean, who hasn't been called a cock craving leg spreader on their best day? That's just a compliment. Yeah, I know. That's just that's my baseline is cock craving le- leg spreader. You know, I, I think I, if someone isn't, then what are they doing with their lives? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. What do you crave then? You know, if a not vagina, cock. maybe. Or I mean, we don't want to leave out the asexuals, but I still wouldn't have a clue what they'd listen to our podcast for. If you're asexual and listen to this podcast, please write us, and I'm curious what you get out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is an interesting point. I would, I'd be interested in that too. And then we get to the final scene where. We see Buddy parading around Lebowski in his wheelchair with a blanket over his lap. Walter and a dude, Stormin, confront Lebowski on his entire scheme. They break the fourth wall. You know, you're really fucking lucky that we didn't cover that part of the original movie. People would see what a jerk you are regarding the ransom payment. But then we have Walter here. Now, Eva, did you write down what Walter Wright would be- said? Because I have it written down. Uh, I uh, no, <laughs> it's it's hard because it's been so long. I've got it. You know, if this guy's pretending to be a millionaire, he's pretending to have erectile dysfunction. I've seen plenty of guys with their balls shot off in Vietnam. This guy does not look like one of them. This guy could get a boner. I'm 100% certain. Uh, then he basically forces Bunny to do a lap dance on Lebowski. Then kind of pulls off the blanket like a ta-da moment. Like, show me the... And yep. nothing. And nothing, which is uh, which is great. I th- I think the dude says after Walter says those lines, something along the lines of, but Walter, he's he's in a wheelchair, which I thought was really really funny because uh, I mean, it's funny to <laughs> say that the biggest problem with you know sexually with the person in a wheelchair is erectile dysfunction, and it's like uh, uh, you know I imagine he's paralyzed from the waist down. Uh, which was a good shout out. And then, of course, he is uh, thoroughly humiliated by not getting a boner when Bunny is giving him a lap dance. Another throwback to the movie. Just brilliant little homages to the original, which I appreciated. Super good. You know, even if you're not a huge fan, I would say, of The Big Lebowski, because I know even though it is a cult classic, there are some people who it's not their thing. Regardless, this porn was fantastic. I'm sorry that they don't understand Joy. Maybe if they watch it with fucking, they'll like it. Yeah, yeah, hopefully so. I mean, you would hope that this would be a good entry point for anyone who has never really got the movie. It's like, well, watch this porn parody and then maybe you'll kind of you'll get what they're trying to do in the original. <laughs> and maybe they'll like it after the fact. I mean, that would be the highest compliment you could pay to a porn parody. Now I wonder if we watch The Room or sorry, Room the one with Tommy Wiseau, not yeah. the one that's Yeah, The like Room. A, yeah, 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 The Room. I wonder cuz there is The Room the porn version. No and, way. And, yeah, and we we have yes. to watch that sooner than later. Oh I'm my joined. god! And I wonder if like this, it'll be like it'll make us see the room in a whole new artistic light. Yeah, maybe. I want a porn directed by Tommy Wiseau. We already have a porn directed by Tommy Wiseau. What do you think the first scene of the room was? Yeah, the room is basically a porn sans the actual porn. It's like it's it's Skinamax. It's Skinamax. He's fucking it, her belly button in it. Though. Maybe that's how we think sex works. Yeah, okay? Tommy. I'd be very surprised if he's ever had sex that wasn't paid for uh where someone didn't pay because i'm pretty sure that tommy was a juggalo uh or not a juggalo a gigolo but maybe he's a juggalo too he could be an insane clown posse fan who knows but uh (laughs) yeah i would love to see a porn parody of the room 
directed by Tommy Wiseau because I think he would do about as good of a job as he did with the there, complete tangent. There was a video that I believe Funny or Die put out of him playing the part of the Joker. From oh, yeah. Reading all the lines. I was like, holy shit, they should cast him. He was pretty good. Would, he was pretty it good. Would be the like no direction, just give him the lines, do whatever the fuck he wants with it. Yeah, it would be amazing. So, anyways, that's probably been one too many tangents for the day. Yeah, uh, we've gotten we've gotten through about the entire film now. Uh, it's anything else? Any final thoughts for us on this one? Final thoughts: A plus cinematography, A plus writing, and A plus fucking. I thought everything across the line was fantastic. My thoughts on it are the dude abides. What what have you got, Alice? It's going to be really hard to find other, I want to say, porn parodies that can match and or do better than what we saw today. It kind of is going to suck. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's there's too much out there that has the same ambition and uh, really, you know, uh, shows the same love for the source material. Although, uh, if you guys haven't seen the Rugrats uh, porn parody, Tugrats, I suggest no. that you see that immediately i'm a little weirded Why? out but i'm down it's weird and the it's clear it's another wood rocket it's another leroy film and uh it, again it's it's clear well that we were disappointed by wood rockets fuller holes so i mean is hmm. that was that full the full house porn yeah there were continuity errors, and I was very disappointed. Well, you know, the it's it, the money in general is like it's it's wearing thin. It's like uh, at this point, Pornhub has cannibalized so much of the porn industry, and it's made more ambitious porns like Wood Rocket porns kind of like uh, th they're on a tighter and tighter budget. So I can't blame them too Aww. much for the continuity errors. That's fair, but yeah. You know, they they put out great work and you guys should have Leroy on. He's fantastic and he's hilarious and he's a good person with a good heart and you'll love cool. him. Let's get Leroy on and thank you for coming and hanging out with us today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Matt, where can our listeners find you, by the way? You can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieb, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B. You can also find me on Instagram, Matt Lieb Jokes. Uh, I have a website, mattlieb.com. And uh, yeah, I have a... A podcast called the Film Drunk Frogcast, in which we talk about all manner of film. But uh, I would say we're about ten percent a film po podcast and ninety percent a weird tangents and sex stories podcast and stories of all of all shapes and sizes. So yeah, check out the Film Drunk Frogcast. You know, Stitcher, iTunes, all that. I feel like I have a list of some of the weird sex stuff you've done, and I haven't brought it up yet, so I shouldn't have this on guests. I'm yeah. sorry. No, it's okay. It's uh, well, that's... we've had we've had porn star guests, so we've seen some of the weird stuff they've done. Yeah, no, with me, it's like every time I I go on uh, any sort of tour, I go to a town that I've never been to to do comedy. I always get a few frontcast fans out, and I forget all of the things that I have told them or I've, I've said on the podcast and they'll like come up to me and they'll be like, uh, so you put a baby carrot in your asshole. And I'm like, man, we're closer friends than, than, than I even knew, you know? So, uh, I can only imagine the stuff that you've heard, but I would love, I would love to, uh, to hear that. And yeah, you guys should come on, uh, my podcast and we can talk all about to. it. 
Oh, God, yes. That would be fun. We'll definitely take you up on that offer. So we have some patrons to thank, uh, as usual, because, you know, they help uh, us pay for this porn and get awesome guests like Matt to do this show, I guess, even though we're not paying him. So we, we have patrons to thank, like Matthew Green, Nobelis and D. Reed, Nathan Dinkley, Maurice Struble, Matthew Green, Joshua Rice, John Redford, Jeff Peterson, Glenn Shriver, Brody, Brian Goody, Bob Cole, and many more. If you want to support us as well on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash mic. We interact with you. We tell weird sex stories. You get more content and audio from us, and you hear the stuff we put in our butts, I think. Um, <laughs> Once in a while, I will juggle dildos. Or get slapped by him. That happens. That's ha- that definitely happens. There These was video proof. Happen. If you have a dildo, why not? Why not do oh, some God. slapping with it? Why not? Why not? Across mm-hmm. the face. Um, and you can find me uh, on Twitter at Rational Blonde, and you can find Yvette Cybabing around at the Cybabe on Twitter, or all places Cybabe at Cybabe.com, I guess. Or correct me if I'm wrong, Yvette. We've done this at, like twenty times. Yeah, right? at the Cybabe at most places and Cybabe.com for articles bitching about how people are wrong about everything. Well, thanks for jerking off to us, uh, ASMR fans, uh, or just joining us on this podcast this week. We can't wait to see you guys again next week. Thank you for joining us. Tell all your friends who love porn, which means tell all your friends. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>